You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ah, that was fun, though. That was good. Yeah. Especially because the whole time I was like, ah, oh, we got to close on Michigan Penn State. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that the was schedule little... is a lie. Rearrange it as you see fit. No, that was my popsicle hidden in the fridge. I was like, yeah, I get that at the end of the day. <laughs> Why you... It's melted. You had it in the fridge. God damn it. I'm James Franklin when it comes to time management and popsicles. Now, now it's just juice. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Sarah, there's a cold open for you. Welcome. To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening to the Internet's only college football podcast. Lucky you. You might want another one, but you don't need another one. Because you got us. Uh, joining me this week, as always, is uh, co-host Jason Kirk. Uh, Jason, um, I wanted to ask you a question. Yes, please. Um What's the most Christian type of pizza a man could order? The holiest, the most devout. Ooh. Because hmm. I, well, I have I have one answer. Okay. Well, the Lord did a lot with uh, just a small number of fishes, didn't he? So I've never had anchovy pizza, but we could put anchovy pizza right up there. Um, I can give you another fish pizza that's pretty common, but it's not in the common in the United States. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Yeah. Let's it broaden the horrifies. horizons. It'll horrify you. Okay. Uh, 
that would be tuna and peas. Peas. Uh. Tuna and peas. Uh-huh. I guess, Holly, you're appalled by the idea of tuna and peas pizza. That's extraordinarily upsetting, yeah. Yeah, it's very common. Thanks, in, guys. Glad to be on the show. It's very common in Chinese pizza huts on the buffet. Well, now I'm racist. I wish you'd told me that first. Uh, that would just make me hate everything. That would that would surpass, like, like, and I've had it, by the way. I tried it. And I will tell you that um, it's really better when they've got the trifecta of tuna. And I mean tuna out of a can. I don't mean slices of delicious okay. ahi tuna. Okay. I mean shredded gray tuna and peas. But, but when they put a little corn on it, I'm not going to say huh. it's hitting. I'm not going to say it's hitting. But it's within distance of being acceptable. This is this is very um, bachelor. No, it's no really like you, pizza. You you walk in and it really does feel like you're like, wow, a sad bachelor runs this Pizza Hut buffet in Taichung, Tainan, or Taiwan. Like, yeah. Are there any like you know Cheetos? Is it like uh? No, it's not. Some, no, it's, like, it's frosting not, from a can. It's not. Sto- <laughs> it's not. St- it's not stoner Chinese Pizza Hut. They're not pasta just like, on there. <laughs> let's put some shrimp chips and some like you know silkworms on there. It'd be so delicious. it's just assorted canned goods pizza. Yeah, I have had a pizza in Sweden that had potato slices, uh, what appeared to be just cooked white rice sprinkled all over the whole thing, and like Russian dressing. Ugh. It was vile. It was, it was vile? Okay. It was absolutely vile. I was about to hop on, and it wasn't bad, right? No, You're like, no it was were, terrible. You could tell from the texture that these were like the kind of baby potatoes that are in a can. Mm-hmm. Because they had that kind of like, like kind of little slimy, salty brine thing going. <laughs> yeah. And they were, they were thin sliced, but like not super thin sliced, like sliced that you'd slice for like a buffalo mozzarella. Mm. So it was like these, these pizza coins and... A layer of like cooked white rice and just Thousand Island dressing drizzled over the top of it. And other places are bad, I guess. Is I didn't think we'd veer into xenophobia, but I guess 2020 finally got us at last. Finally. Yeah, don't don't pizza abroad, I, I guess. Well, I, except in Italy. I guess you could probably get good pizza in Italy. <laughs> it's possible. Well, <laughs> you, you can ask Alex Kirshner. Um I hear they do a, a really good version of New York pizza in Italy. Ooh, ooh, okay. Is, is there... it like okay? Is it like Brooklyn style pizza? Because that's what I'm looking for when I go to Italy. So in Italy, what they do is they send a big boat to New York City and they fill oh. it up with New York City water and they take it back to Italy. That's what makes it oh. special. Is the God, where New... is Ryan here to to stump for Sbarros when we need him? <laughs> yeah, Ryan's out. So we're gonna talk uh, Italy and New York. Perfect. Miss miss our special New York boy. Sadly, I do not believe there is a Pizza Hut in Italy. Oh, but horse if... shit. <laughs> we need to spread the good word. They... Wait, so do you reckon they just like closed their borders to American pizzerias? Because to be clear, that's a good idea. But I want to so... know if like Yum Brands has tried to infiltrate through parachute drops. So not only are they bad at food over there in Italy, they don't got no architecture. They're but... bad at business. No permit. No permit. No permit. <laughs> they got no culture, if you ask Don't me. Don't y'all eat kale? How do you get your green vegetables? If you dropped an entire Pizza Hut, I mean, air dropped it <laughs> into the middle of like of like Florence, Italy. It Little would... Caesars doesn't have pizza in Italy either. Oh, no! This is a crime. Because you know what? Do you know what Italians would do? They'd be like, hey, "The pizza, she is hot." 
And she is ready. <laughs> is she good, Giuseppe? No, no. I mean, it's not good. It's, it's named after. It's named after Italy. Yeah. I mean, it's named after a know? guy. Should we tell them? It's named after a guy. Know? I mean, think about it. It's named after a guy Italians killed. So it's probably not real welcome. But I mean, that's a sign of affection, right? He's he's the most. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like the most Italian guy ever. We loved him enough to kill him. That's how much we liked him. Yeah. I'm now conducting the most cursed Google search I've ever conducted in the history of the shutdown full cast, which is really saying something. Are you doing Hungry Howie's international locations? Yes, I am. Jesus. Let's see. CC's Pizza. Your Your computer is going to shut down out of protest. It's just going to die. Wait, Hungry Howie's has a blog about our top 10 pizza destinations in the world. And they... Oh, wow. They're listing listing places in Italy. But one of the places they list is New Haven. Oh, no. There's a famous famous pizza joint in New Haven. I don't care. That's still Yale. It is Yale. There There could be nothing good or tasty about Yale. Pizza in Edmonton, Canada. Hungry Howie's, you cannot be trusted. I mean, they're hungry. They'll eat anything by definition. They're, I feel like they're deliberately trying to obscure whether or not they have international locations. It's not called Choosy Howie's. Mm. It's called Hungry Howie's. <laughs> I didn't know Hungry Howie's was outside Florida until the Little Caesars Bowl took over the Lions Stadium. And Hungry Howie's had a contract with the Lions, so you couldn't serve Little Caesars pizza at the Little Caesars Bowl. Did someone commit a serious act of civil disobedience by bringing one in in their shirt just like a whole hot and ready like i see you little caesar i can't believe we didn't ask that father and son duo who offered to be our detroit bowl correspondents man sneak competing pizza in i I will say we've really missed opportunities because having gone to detroit fairly recently for the shutdown fullcast live show last last year Mm. it would have been a blast it would have been fun so here's a really good map Papa John's. Oh no! I'm seeing, I'm seeing Saudi Arabia, Iraq, that Mongolia. Actually, that actually makes that Papa John's in Saudi Arabia checks a lot of boxes for both. Can parties. you answer me this? Peru, Philippines. Is there, is there a Papa John's in Russia? Oh yeah, yeah. We got a big old red. Which I don't know means, how many there are, but like, there's a big old, big old red Russia. Which means that there that that Papa John's in the heads of at least one Russian is Father Ivan's. Which is the best name for a pizza place I have ever heard. Sounds so welcoming. It is. It's it's Papa Ivan's. <laughs> it's Daddy Ivan's. <laughs> Come a... here, get a pizza and get killed. How about Panama, Papa John's? How festive does that sound? <laughs> That's... Panama you just, John's. You could just pick it up like going through the canal, right? Just reach off the ship. Sure. Like, Whoa! They've got yeah, it on like Ecuador. a 20-foot long boom. Egypt, Morocco, Papa John's is all over the place. What this is one of our biggest exports. How about that? This will be my this will be my goal to find the most remote Papa John's location in the world. And uh, then have Thanksgiving there. <laughs> Everest Everest lo- Base Camp. There's somebody so, who's just like, Yeah, you want the garlic butter? According to the map, there are two off the coast of Madagascar. I don't know how accurate this map <laughs> is, but yeah. <laughs> Or... They're they're little red dots out there out there in the ocean amongst the cartoon man. Are these animals. Like, oh my god! There's Papa John Seasteads. That's what you're seeing. Yeah. No, it's it's the. It penguins. looks like there's one in Cyprus. It's the penguins from the movie Madagascar franchising. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I started the whole long pizza conversation as a I'm way sorry, of getting folks, to this. I need to interrupt here with uh, yes. a note from our producer, Michael Server, mm -hmm. who sends me an article from January 2020. Domino's announced plans to open more than 800 stores in Italy. Yes. <laughs> this is this is real. Uh, I appreciate that they're using World War II tactics in just blanketing Italy with fake pizza. I like it. Italy is good at a lot of things. Making killer food, birthing my ancestors. What it is not good at is having a lot of American pizza chains, but Domino's is here to change all that, whether Italians like it or not. That is the spirit. Just like like the Battle of Anzio 2. We're just going to take the beaches of Italy and and push crappy pizza ovens and pre-made crusts God, through. it's really got to hurt in Italy to be betrayed by both pizza and Domino's. <laughs> Oh shit! Domino's Pizza Italia in Milano has four stars. I mean, it's still pizza. Way one. Way one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the Google reviews. Oh my god! The ver never mind. We gotta talk about something else because the very first review, the guy dinged the Domino's a star because the delivery guys in Italy couldn't speak English. I come ah, on, they want Daniel. the authentic American experience is what come they want. Come on, Daniel. I respect I respect stupid online restaurant reviews so much when they're just openly moronic. God damn, just living dude. their truth, right? Like, yeah, I hated this ice cream place because they didn't have steak. So Love like, that. there's three people complaining in like the first ten Google reviews that the staff doesn't speak English. <laughs> it's so... a pizza place. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. One are they... complaining that there's no air conditioning. Come on, man. Is the idea that when I'm America upset. exports a fast food restaurant that we also send people to staff it? Oh, yeah. Like, like, like it's an embassy? Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to get on the subject of pizza. And which one oh, was I'm the sorry. most I got to follow down the rabbit hole because this guy says they don't, the Domino's in Milan doesn't have air conditioning. You, you go right ahead. Also, I was—I uh, spoke incorrectly. Mongolia does not have a Papa John's yet. That's, well, that's the only thing I don't yet. like about them. They are God, completely Gen surrounded, though, Gen Genghis by Khan. Papa John's country. Well, man, mm. Genghis Khan Pizza would be the most amazing franchise ever. It's coming to you. <laughs> if you Riding at, over the plains. There really is a lot of... If you look at, like, Mongolian... Uh, like Business names? Mongolian yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so much stuff named after the Khans, the Horde. Yeah, they, they like, know. They know. They they know when they had the the center of the world stage, and they 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 will remind you of it. I am betting that there's a Genghis Khan Internet Cafe somewhere in Ulaanbaatar. I would that, bet there's a hundred. I'd like. Because <laughs> what else are you gonna call it? You're like, I want to be the most rampaging patriotic Mongolian business around. Okay, the guy who complained that the Domino's in Milan didn't have air conditioning was from Germany, and thus we can toss out his opinion. Yeah, there, there is, by the way, the, the yeah, the, wow, there's, yes, sir, there is a, a Genghis Khan internet cafe. <laughs> okay, the map was too close together, and for a second, I thought there was a Chili's-themed hostel in the middle of the Czech Republic. Why not? They gotta have those, they, get, they need one of those in our Athens. I bet UGA would love that shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the most Christian way to get your pizza, I believe, can be answered by. Um, we don't exactly have a reader. Why are we talking about this? We don't exactly have a reader question tonight, mm. um, but more a a comment and an observation and a visual aid. Uh, this comes from at Catherine Brock. What's up, Catherine? 
Thank you for asking us this question. What does this mean? Any guesses? And then tags all of us. And the picture is of a little sort of standee with a laminated sign that says in large letters, ask for your pizza Dabo style, in quotes. Well, I assume it's got a really thin crust. And, you know, I never figured that guy for a vegetarian, but I think Dabo would be the first to tell you that all lives matter. So, so, so can't have any thick, meat on that. No, no. I mean a thick blanket of green and black olives all over the pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All alive. All alive. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Jason. I know you got it. I had to say I, it directly at Spencer's face four or five times. I need a minute because I'm soaking that in. <laughs> Much right? like the napkins, uh, soak up the confessed sins. Yeah. I don't know what Dabo style pizza is. I know that in one of my favorite things that that I've ever read about Dabo, it's that when the Heisman was going on and Dabo was in New York. Oh yeah, he wouldn't fold it. Yeah, Dabo uh, said. Also, by the way, he would not eat. This came from uh, Artichoke. Basile's Pizza in Chelsea uh, said, told Hannah Storm that he would not eat anything with the word choke in it and opted for pepperoni, <laughs> which that's some deep coach brain right there. Mm. That's some huh. serious coach brain going on. I ain't anything. I'm not eating anything with choke in it. Also that uh, he would not fold it and just started eating it like, uh, you know, a yokel. Like I how I eat it. eat the crusts. That's too much. Too many carbs. No, I just... He strikes me as a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the crust cut off kind of guy. Yeah. Which, I no feel disrespect, like, that's a fine sandwich. I think whatever uh, kind of pizza Dabo style, <laughs> the mind just... The mind reels. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that could mean. But whatever it is... Um, mind recoils. It, it, the mind does a lot of things at the thought of requesting your food to be more like Dabo. But I think the mm. the thing is... It will upset your stomach, and your stomach will remain upset for like a whole week. weeks. Yeah, and, and you know, and and to the point where you're like, seriously, still, how? Right. I, I was. Think if Dabo had run a pizzeria in medieval times, a job that I know we all agree he'd be well suited for, we would say his pizza is heavily laced with uh, the bodily humor of collar. Mm-hmm. Especially at the moment. I was mm-hmm. thinking that maybe eating Dabo style would be taking a scorching hot piece of pizza and trying to eat it while running down a hill. <laughs> that might be one way to do it. Uh, another way, more recently, and more relevant to the recent history of Clemson football, would be that in order to get your pizza Dabo style, you have to drive down to Tallahassee with the fever and then watch Mike Norvell throw it out a window and onto the street. I believe we've answered Catherine's question. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got a we we got a week of football here, y'all. Look at this. We for got now. For now, as of as of uh, Tuesday night recording, yeah, there are games scheduled. Please don't tempt the thing, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a whole mess of games. Uh, first one I the first one I wanted to note was UNC Notre Dame, uh, which I have decided to call Notre Dame Fat Navy because. Um, <laughs> 
UNC's, you know, light Navy. They're talented. They're a very well put together team. They're just fatter. That's it. They got, they got fatter guys, fatter and slightly faster. Somehow, football's a weird sport. You faster. get fatster. Yeah, they got a Ram, just like Navy, right? They they play in blue, it's slightly different blue, but whatever, right? That's uh, you know, they 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 have. Um, oh, so UNC is fat Navy. Yeah, UNC's fat Navy. Okay, so Navy, right? we could say it like right, na- na- they're Navy. They're named after their jerseys, right? That would be silly, but we could say that. So UNC, maybe we could just call them Powder. Yeah, that'd be fine. Powder Notre Dame, and uh, this is a game, by the way, where UNC still a really good football team, like an excellent football team. Sam Howell, outstanding quarterback, probably. Is he better than, like, what they faced with Clemson? I wouldn't, probably wouldn't go that far. Go that far. I don't know. He's the backup. Uh, not him by itself, at least. No, no, no. But still an outstanding team that uh, Notre Dame's going to have to get past. Again, Notre Dame is actually going to have an outstanding strength of schedule thanks to the ACC. Just let him hang. Just, yeah, man, come on. It's a weird year. Why don't you just in the... you know, ch- chip in for groceries? In the playoff rankings, uh, UNC might have been the team that took the biggest jump from the AP, I think. They went up a big old six spots, up to 19. So Notre Dame beats this team. They're going to stay ranked, and the Irish are going to have a whole lot of uh, quality wins on here since it's the time of year when that shit matters. Yeah, this feels like a game where UNC will, uh, you know, hang around for three quarters, and then Ian Book will just decide that, uh, it's time to distance yourself from lesser competition. But it's there if you're going like, well, what's a big game? UNC Notre Dame is a big game because Notre Dame is so far up in the playoff rankings. Thus yeah. far. Well, I mean, the spread on this one's only five, so it's it's not expected to be any type of blowout. I have a spread question. Um, is it about pub cheese? It, it, no, it is not about pub cheese. <laughs> I don't even know. How is this? As a non-cheese eater, I don't even know what pub cheese is. I honestly really don't either. We need a Wisconsinian or a Minnesotian, perhaps, to weigh in on this. Yeah, how drunk do you have to be to order cheese at a bar? So I think it being described as a spread, I feel like it's just a community thing. Just behind the bar, there's a big old vat of cheese, and you just Ah. dip your arm into it like a Pooh Bear. (laughs) See, you said community, and I was like... Oh, big wheel of cheese. Everybody just gets their knife and takes no, a hunk no, no, of it. No, no. I had it no, together no. until he said like a poo bear. <laughs> <laughs> just get you a get you a big old arm full of cheese. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, hold hold on, Janet. I gotta get an arm full of cheese. Ah. For the road. Oh, her, yeah. there's a hair in there. That's that's hey. that's how that's how Northwestern with all of their nerd wiles outsmarted Wisconsin. Just put a big old tub of cheese in the tunnel, and all the players are like, oh, I gotta go get some arm cheese. I gotta. I can't. <laughs> they did the thing, uh, you know, the the story about how you trap a monkey. You you hide food inside a coconut, right? You yeah. do that with Wisconsin with just a, a barrel with cheese in it. Now they got their, oh, my arm, my darn arm is stuck in this barrel. Barrel of cheese. It feels real warm in there. Oh, geez, I wish cold. my head was stuck in there instead of my arm. It's cold so cold but you know it's warm here by the cheese <laughs> gather around going? the cheese the, a crackling hearth of cheese <laughs> the wisconsin the, the wisconsinite who first saw a texan dip a nacho into it must have been like i'm scared 
so scared <laughs> right is, now. It's corn and cheese. Corn and cheese. It can't oh, be bad. Jeez, it's got to be good. I don't know. Fella, I got to ask, why the heck did you stick something in the cheese that wasn't your face? <laughs> or your arm. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Just putting a beer stein in there like, no, 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 it works. It works. Watch. Because <laughs> one problem I see with your method is when you eat the chip, you're eating something that's not cheese. Now, I recognize it's covered in cheese, so you're getting the cheese, but you're taking up room in your tummy with something that's not cheese. Wouldn't you, you see, be that's eat- your mistake. Wouldn't you be eating your arm made of corn there? See my see my point? You got to go get <laughs> oh, another but one. But that's corn fed. That's good meat. Oh, dear. Maybe I could dip a Nebraska in there. Be yeah, delicious. you got you to save your darn corn so you can feed the cows so they can make cheese. <laughs> that's, can't be frivolous with it. Wasteful Waste your darn corn. <laughs> Jesus, dumbass cowboys. <laughs> I was going to ask a line-based question. Are you familiar with the line in our beloved Pittsburgh Panthers going up against Clemson? Whew. Uh, last I looked, it was uh, creeping up on four TDs. <laughs> we are at. We are currently at. Uh, in favor of Clemson. We're at twenty-four. <laughs> yes, we're at twenty. Twenty-four is what we oh, are. Hey, that means it's coming down. You know what that means? That means folks heard uh heard heard Dabo uh Daffy ducking up a storm and they brought 24. that number down a little bit. That man's uh-huh. distracted. That's, that's that twenty-four points. That's what eight Pat Narduzzi field goals. Hey, listen, they're gonna yes. have to kick so many field. Goals. Kickers, <laughs> kickers exhausted already. Can I tell you kickers something stretched real stupid? And stretching out, bringing the backup kicker. Can I tell you where we are at this point in this week? Mm. I was trying to get the math wrong, and I accidentally said the right. You got number. it right. I was trying. I was trying to make a joke, and I was like, "Get it? Eight field goals? Because that's three times eight. Fuck. I made the dumb joke right. Yeah, the twenty. Is it twenty four? Twenty four. Which, if I had all of the money in the world, I would totally get this on pit covering. Totally. Now watch me suffer the worst bad beat of all time by some sort of insanity where Kenny Pickett is trying to get back in the game and they throw a pick six with six seconds left or something. Oh, happily. Or oh God, I can't stop doing the voice. Or more likely when Pat Narduzzi tries to kick a field goal down nine and is like with 30 seconds left and is like, we had to do it. Uh, and it gets blocked and they return it for a TD or something. But yeah, tw- 24. Yeah, the, not- the line started 26 and a half. So the public believes in Pitt. That always goes well. <laughs> oh, they've been listening to too much forecast. Yeah. We're too popular, folks. Sorry. Please stop praying for us. Yeah, that's yeah. We are already immune to tasers. Please stop praying for <laughs> us lest we become praying for too pa- powerful. Panarduzzi's grown a full beard. Something's gone very wrong. I... I also would like to, uh, in looking at this and games where I really want it to be closer than it's going to be, uh, LSU, Texas A&M. Now, there, there is some some developing news around Texas A&M. That being, uh, where do they stand, Jason, in the playoff rankings as of right now? Well, they're number five uh, because they have to stay ahead of Florida for now because Florida has to stay at Cincinnati because, you Cincinnati, they're not a power. Our team, ew. So, AM's just guaranteed the five spot for now, which means uh, uh, you can talk yourself into, ooh, they might get to play Alabama again. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? What a reward. What a treat. God, 
can you think of a less rewarding playoff matchup for those who have already seen this game happen than watching oh here's alabama completely manhandling a&m to a 28 point loss yeah i mean what would imagine if it came down to a&m or cincinnati right say cincinnati's 12 and 0 and you can either put them in or an a&m team that didn't even win its division and was not competitive against alabama what would have to be wrong with your brain to not give cincinnati the spot you know what i mean uh, i mean that's why like okay i i i put byu in the four spot yeah Barbara they got in the five spot yeah the commit the committee as, as they they have done an act of violence against the lds church by ranking byu down at 15 behind three or four two lost teams that's absurd get that what? shit out of my sight what are they supposed to do like yeah. what what who has gone farther in these challenging times than the byu cougars who's got who, who's got a better quarterback if you're going okay well i got a game and we got four quarters and i got one guy to play it i don't know how many more people i would choose above zach wilson like BYU, because he has a cool swaggy headband. BYU's three spots behind Oklahoma. Would you pick Oklahoma to beat BYU right now? No, I no. sure wouldn't. I know which one of those teams has a defense. It ain't Oklahoma. They're behind Northwestern, which has scored about six points this year. <laughs> They're behind Georgia, it's from... been blown out twice. I will tell this stat again, and I will keep saying it until it expires upon the receipt of a new set of Northwestern statistics this week from their game. And it is this, that in the third quarter against Wisconsin, the success rate for the Northwestern offense was zero. <laughs> no, thank you. is like the boring joker. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to become <laughs> the joker, and I'm going to clock in and send RSVPs and do things Lynn rationally. Villain is the opposite like, of the drives joker. Everyone, like... He drives everyone around him. Is it Calendar Man? I don't know what Calendar Man does. I just know he exists. Yeah. But he, he drives everyone around him absolutely insane by being completely predictable and never veering from the path, no matter what. Absolutely maddening. Yeah. Northwestern Northwestern being this high and surpassing their own U.S. News and World Report ranking is <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Wait, oh, what? That's gotta, yeah. That's got to be bittersweet. Oh, no. <laughs> It does, it does, and and I'm sure that there are those at Northwestern who, when Northwestern inevitably loses because they're not that good, um, they are going to let out a sigh of relief that the world is, is restored. The world is spinning on its axis again, and they can say, "Hey, we're actually a really good school. We just have a football problem. <laughs> <laughs> we we finally solved that whole football thing." Now watch me go be a functionary who ends up running a writer's room but not contributing much because I went to Northwestern. Have I ever told you guys about my buddy from high school who ended up on the ultimate Frisbee team at Northwestern? No. Is that not Roger Sherman? Oh, my God. There's two of them. Jesus. No, I didn't go to high school with Roger. I'm not that young. Oh, right, right, uh, right. I, high school. Who... I forgot that part. I just heard the ultimate Frisbee part. <laughs> I have a friend who's a, a, a brilliant... Uh, what what do you call the dudes who in an engineer nanobots... Like a neuro engineer, I don't even know the name of his job. Na- nano engineer. Anyway, he yeah. he did his he, he did his masters at Georgia Tech, and his uh his graduation project there was something truly amazing, like implanting uh microscopic wires into 
the limb into prosthetic limbs to give amputees like sense of touch on their prosthetic limbs. It was something like super awesome like this. He gets up to Northwestern. He joins the intramural sports leagues. And do you know what the nickname they put on the back of his jersey is? Mm. State school. Wow. I hope he beat them all up. <laughs> I hope he bullied them mercilessly. Because he hope could. So too. <clears throat> LSU, by the way, coming in this game. Uh, looking like, I mean, I don't think LSU's going to, I don't really want to give you the, I mean, I want to give you the false bill of goods here, but LSU's just looking kind of average, kind of, like there's not a lot of hope. I really wanted to sell this to you and say, oh yeah, man, a lot of big things happening. There's a lot of big things happening at LSU. Um, How many of them they involve don't have a lot the field? To do with football. Yeah. Not not a lot there. Not a lot super going on. Yeah, lots to do with abject horror, uh, rehumanity. Yeah, but like in terms of actual hope on this field. Oh no, 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 TJ. No. I mean, like TJ Finley's playing all right. He's playing pretty well, but they had to scrape it out to beat Arkansas twenty-seven twenty-four. You say, oh, there's a lot of good LSU teams that have had to really push it in terms of trying to beat Arkansas. I don't know. The weirdest thing for me about that game is that LSU holds the ball for 42 minutes and they only win by three points. They completely dominated this game. And yet somehow in those 18 minutes, Arkansas managed to put the fear of God in them in just 18 minutes. Yeah, pigs are fast. So, (laughs) I mean, yeah, A&M, you got the big nice number. Sure, you beat Florida. But I mean, number five. I don't know. Like I, it, be, it, it's I, hard I to believe in LSU at all. Sure, right. But mm-hmm. the the line here, by the way, fourteen, fourteen A and M by fourteen. It's a sizable number. That is a sizable. Like I, I don't know. Like LSU can only get better, and A and M, given it this, they can only get worse. That's that's kind of where I sort of talk myself into. Maybe. Wait, one of y'all got a fighter plane? Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's overhead here. Yeah, it's probably Jimbo heard us talking shit, so one mm. of his uh, one of his reconnaissance outfits. <laughs> I'll send my friend. Ooh. I'll send my friend that I time traveled to go get Baron von Richthofen. I was gonna say, who's the first coach who's gonna have their own fleet of like surveillance drones at high school games? It's probably already A and M, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, I can Stanford, afford that. Yeah, yeah. I got that. Bought me a time machine. The uneducated mind would say Stanford, but I I don't think they're interested enough in football. Yeah, time time travel isn't profitable. Stanford's not looking into that. Stanford recruits like eight guys per year. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. This is you this... can get that done with three, four helicopters, or one triplane. I'll send you. I'll send a triplane with a crazy German to your house because I'm Jimbo Fisher. How surprised do you think Jimbo was to learn that triplane didn't mean three planes? <laughs> triplane? Like, yeah, I like to try a plane. Get on it and try it. It's like a trips formation, but with planes, right? I have uh speaking of by the way, Jimbo's rich. Jimbo is rich. Yeah, and folks, wouldn't you like to be rich too? Wouldn't you like to be as rich as Jimbo Fisher? Well, can I keep my Can't own do hair? that. <laughs> we got that going for us. We all got better hair than Jimbo Fisher. Mm. Better uh, natural hair, at least. 
Acorns is the country's leading saving and investing app. I have uh, started an, an account on here, and let me tell you, I put in just like $10, and I have already made $0.07. Cents. What happens here is you put in your, your spare change from purchases, from weekly uh, weekly deposits, what have you, and it goes into a magic portal, and more money comes out. They say it's called investing. I don't know. Sounds like That's sounds like trick. futuristic technology to me. Yeah, I, I I don't know what to make of it, but I plan to keep going. Um, you can you can you can no expertise required, obviously, because I've made seven cents on it, and I, I'm not smart enough to make seven cents otherwise. You can visit acorns.com/fullcast to claim a five dollar starting bonus. Takes under three minutes to set up, start investing, and saving in the background of life. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's like a it's like a phone game. Everybody likes to look at the phone. See, see, lines go up, numbers go up, uh, and the number going up here is the amount of money that is being sent into the magical portal. So, I'm just going to keep this up until I am as rich as Jimbo. Seven cents is roughly, that's just a few decimal points off from what he makes every year, so. Mm-hmm. It I, did, feel like, there... I feel like this app is uniquely suited for us because it seems to be very much like a a slow cooker for your finances or mm-hmm. like a set it and forget it situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am extremely good at putting money someplace and then forgetting I've done that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's I, like I plan dollar, to like, it's like a roll of hundreds in the freezer that lives in your phone. It's very much the, uh, if, if you, you know, the grandfather with a, with a sock of quarters, right? Mm. My granddad did that. He kept all his, he kept all his spare change in a sock. Right. And then it double as a weapon. Right. I was gonna say, did did your grandfather like beating some ass, Jason? <laughs> this was his home defense. He's blind in one eye because when he was uh, was that a kid, sock? Oh. he was opening a coke bottle with a uh, with a knife, and you know, pow pow, aren't, and he's got goo coming out of his eyeball. Um, so he couldn't have a pistol at home. So even though he'd been a police officer, uh, but yeah, he did have the sock. Wait 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 wait. That's right. That's right. That's right. He was a cop. What do you mean? Couldn't? He was a cop. He was with a one-eyed one eye. cop with a gun. That's right. Just like, just like Odin. Right. Not to make him too Googleable, but can you tell us your grandfather's first name only? Uh, it's either James or William. I, as I, they were interchangeable. One-eyed Officer Jim. <laughs> Officer Jimmy. Officer One-eyed Jimmy. My grandfather's Jimmy. my grandfather's name was Odin. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you mean one-eyed Officer Jimmy, not bow-legged Officer Jimmy. Yeah, he's around back with the car. Acorns.com slash fullcast <laughs> to claim your $5 bonus when you sign up. Make several cents per day. Next thing you know, you'll be making several dollars per day. Then you'll fill up enough socks of quarters to beat Loki's ass at the end of time. <laughs> oh, now I'm motivated. <laughs> what? Now I have a new life goal. Beat Loki's ass with a sock full of quarters. Prevent Ragnarok by beating Loki's ass. All I'm right, not... Tom, get ready to get Hiddlestone. <laughs> no? Uh, I got all the sense you need right here, foolish god. <laughs> um, this takes us, by the way, discussion of uh, pennies on the dollar and things adding up. You know who's you know who probably could have used acorns? You know who probably should have been thinking about money that they were going to have to spend? That's correct. The South Carolina Gamecocks. So glad you had that obvious answer. Cuz now Georgia and South Carolina are going to be meeting with uh, a literal headless chicken on one sideline. That that's right. This is the Mike Bobo. The the, the what? The Mike Bobo. 
Say it again. Mike Bobo. There we are. Interim coach Mike Bobo. Got the Bobo. Late of the University of Georgia, both as a player and as a former assistant on Mark Rick's staff. He had died. Yes, R.I.P. Mike late, Bobo. Late in the sense of okay, sorry. The late Mike Bobo leaves behind forty-seven children. He has many children in real life. The much maligned Georgia assistant Mike mm. Bobo, who was blamed yep. for every problem. Fire Bobo. Yeah, and lo and behold, he leaves and like, oh no, that's that's just the way things are for y'all. It wasn't. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't just getting rid of this one guy who had good offenses, by mm. the way. Yeah. House on fire, man. When that man got a hold of Aaron Murray in the no huddle, whoo, nearly, nearly beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. Am I going to remind everybody that's happened to Georgia on several occasions? Yes. What, what has happened yes. since? That they did that again. <laughs> they did that again. But on a bigger stage, huh? On a, mm-hmm, Mike mm-hmm. Bobo never lost a national title game for him. Aaron, oh. Listen, Mike Bobo and Aaron Murray had the decorum and the respect to lose that game in regulation and not extend the hopes forward and lose to, um, as you might have forgotten, a freshman thrown into the game in the second half. The sportsman's way. The sport- yeah, I don't know. This guy hasn't started. Here, let's see what's up. <laughs> and then- Surely he can beat Georgia in a big game. You know, I'm not a football coach, but hey, y'all, watch this. Doesn't seem to be an incredibly sustainable strategy for on-field success. I just I just want to note one more time that uh, after that happened to Georgia, um, a year later, the exact opposite happened in the SEC championship. <laughs> Those two quarterbacks changed places again with the same outcome. That's incredible. Georgia, it, it, it bears repeating, you are incredible. <laughs> As in, you defy credulity, Georgia. All we have to do... We're not like, calling you poor. All you have to do is describe things that happened to Georgia. You don't have to embellish or add a joke or anything, and it's incredible. (laughs) Georgia, the manor house that always burns down every year. I would like to set aside some time in the offseason, if we're all still alive, to just read a list of things that have happened to Georgia with perhaps some soothing background music and just laugh heartily. The master's music. As we sit <laughs> Okay. All right. If master's is back in the spring, this is what we're doing. Oh, no, that's totally what we're doing. The master's episode is just reading terrible things that's happened to Georgia. How about, well, how about we do this? Say the charity bowl, Georgia, if you're not number one, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> If you don't at least pass Georgia Tech for the first time, you stingy, miserable shits. <laughs> you better I, win your state for once. I love, I love, by the way, that uh, that Georgia, when you start listing these things, that we've been doing this long enough and are familiar enough with enough Georgia fans. There's like half a generation of shit now that we have covered. Well, it's like you get a secondhand understanding of how painful it is. Yeah. You're like, hmm. Though I did not suffer that personally, that is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A, that's a delicious one. Like, ooh, that looks like it stings. Can I touch it? Yeah. It's The wildest thing is having a toe in the water by being an Atlanta Falcons fan, right? Mm. And, like, I see all of them, and they're also, they're, they're, they're also Braves fans. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they don't, care, they don't care about the Hawks, you know, and, and, like, the Hawks don't really break your heart or anything, you know. The Hawks don't really matter here, but like a Falcons, Dogs, Braves fan is a person that I 
that's be, that's that blows my mind. I don't know how you do that. This it's like being it's like being a fan of Michigan football twelve months a year instead of four months a year, right? Like Oof. it's like if the, Michigan played fifty two games a year. Right now, the triple Pistons Lions Michigan fan. <laughs> I don't I God don't know damn, if you can. Dude, that is dark. I, I don't know if you can be killed. I really don't. Penn like, State if Eagles fans. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. like even then, there's some mediocrity and. And well, like, actually, the Eagles might win their division. So, yeah, like, don't ask about the numbers. That still might happen. But like, <laughs> the Pistons, as far as I know, just judging from Twitter, they went out and signed a bunch of hat racks. They went out yeah, and spent I, like a hundred million dollars <laughs> on hat racks. As I understand it, uh, NBA free agency was like all the Pistons players just left. There, there are no more Pistons, right? Like that was yeah. the effect I got. I haven't looked too closely into the situation. But... Oh, I didn't know they could do that. That's neat. No, I think they were dropping like five hundred million dollars on like Mason Plumley. Like I think, I think <laughs> basically the Pistons went on auto draft for <laughs> for free agent signings sure that combined with the detroit lions under matt patricia imploding and one of the worst years in michigan history um yeah there's a lot going on and you can't be killed not with conventional weaponry if you're that fan challenge accepted says michigan state Whoo! yeah so, by the way, this Georgia-South Carolina game, I'm just calling it. It's not canon because it is not 140 degrees on the field. It is not. Classic Georgia-South Carolina happens in September, and it happens when it is 100. No later than week two. Yep. Both teams have to look like absolute trash. Georgia has to have one superstar receiver have a 300-yard game and then get suspended for no good reason before the end of the season. Right, right. Uh, and it's got to be the most physically uncomfortable environment in the SEC. That that's so. This game is probably going to be in the seventies. Um, it's not canon. I disagree with all of this because <laughs> all right, this okay. is rivalry weekend. All right, Georgia's playing their number one rival. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's right. He's right. right. I'm not laughing. Uh, this is correct. Finally, playing their true rival because isn't the heart of rivalry not? I don't know. We'll see. We're going to measure up and we're going to see if, you know, we're, we're as good as they are. No, real rivalry is about, oh, God, the agony of potentially <laughs> losing this game to this craptacular collection of lesser talents <laughs> is going to make me psychotic with anxiety. Rivalry is about you look at the schedule and you think, what is the one team on here I would least <laughs> like to lose to? <laughs> I I have a theory that I discussed with Ryan in the offseason, and I can't remember if we've run this by you guys. Uh, but Ryan, Ryan and I have slightly competing parallel versions of this theory regarding South Carolina as a football team. But is South Carolina the team that you least want to play while simultaneously posing the least actual threat? Yeah, yeah, because it's just going to whatever. If they manage to get one over on you, it will be in the most confounding way possible. Like, you will not understand how this game was won by South Carolina mm. if you lose to them. Sure. Just, you got yeah. They're the Purdue, Kansas State, right? Like, every conference has one of these. Mm. Yeah. Like, they're, they're the most how team that when you lose to them, you're like, how? Like, I, if Georgia loses to Kentucky or Vandy, fine. Y'all have one. Maybe it was a crazy year. Maybe something happened. Florida, 
there's been whole stretches in the history of that rivalry where Florida's taken a whole decade without blinking and vice versa. That's just happened. That's fine. Tennessee, ah, there's some agony there, but, you know, it's gone both ways. Rude. South Carolina? I hate to bring the NFL into this, but do y'all remember when Peyton Manning was at the peak of his uh, laser rocket arm efficiency powers? And every once in a while, he would run up against a Philip Rivers team that would just make him look like an absolute dick-tripping moron. <laughs> that. He did have those, like, those random four interception games where just the big brain was overloading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it would just have a seizure. Or somebody, where Peyton was basically like, listen, I've got this 36-page equation that has gotten me to make this decision. And the charge. And Jeff Saturday would be like, what? Yeah, huh? Shit, fumble. <laughs> God damn it, Donald. <laughs> Sean Merriman just crashing through. Throwing Donald Brown people did go- nothing wrong. I hate math, Peyton. <laughs> um, Iowa State, Texas. That's a football game. Oh, it is. Technically. It is, because uh, who's in first place in the Big 12? Heading to the championship. Like seven teams. Like, the whole Big 12 has two losses, I think. That's true. Iowa State, though. Catbird seed, I believe. They are they are lofty. Uh, I will also say this, that Iowa State, uh, somehow, against Texas, is not favored in this game. <laughs> How? If anyone has watched Texas play this year, would you take them over Iowa State just looking at it? Nope. I would not. And yet. I mean, they get the... Uh... They get the home advantage in Austin, and uh, the crowd should be about as about as fired up and loud as usual. Oh yeah, does Texas have a paradoxical home field advantage this year because their home environment is not really altered in any way? Yeah, yeah. interesting. We're, we were born in the silence. Mm. I mean, yeah, a point, sure, whatever. That's basically saying like if it was the other place, it'd be a point. You know, I mean, it's point a basketball school, a volleyball school. What kind of school is Texas now? They do have a good good volleyball team, don't they? Yeah. I feel like it. I feel like I feel like that's the thing. It seems confident. Yeah. I've decided that they do. And that's what's important. Yeah. This is all by the way another installment in the Matt Campbell sweepstakes because Michigan fans I will tell you the best idea I've heard and the worst idea I've heard for replacing Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. The best idea I've heard is Matt Campbell. Because eventually Matt Campbell has to pull that ripcord and get out of that job. He cannot stay, but want to stay in names this long. Gene Chizik got Auburn by winning like two games in the year, three games when he came to Iowa State. And even Gene Chizik was like, out later. Texas does have a prolific championship winning uh, volleyball team coached by the fantastically named Jarrett Elliott. The yeah, uh, three three national titles, four national title runner-ups, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Good God. Texas Volleyball won the Big 12 in... They have four out of the last... 1997. They have five out of the last... Stop! Let me read this! You got it? Clearly. I've got it. Avert your eyes. Uh, 1997... 2007, 2008, 2009, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2017, 2018, and 2019. Eat shit, Mac Brown. 
This is what a championship looks like. No wonder they keep kicking the coaches out so fast. Tom Herman, take notes, man. I can't y'all be more like your sisters over in the volleyball program, huh? Need an increase in your allowance? I'm done. Broke, broke I'm boys. Done. <laughs> Welcome to the Internet's only Big 12 volleyball podcast. I would love it if we found out by public records request that, that Texas's volleyball coach was making $40 million a year. <laughs> I well, would appreciate this. It turns out that's where all the money's going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well spent though look at all these championships i mean what that's like seven out of the last ten yeah eight out of the last ten this is money that is getting results yeah. unlike some people <laughs> that's the, the volleyball coach pays tom herman out of her allowance like mm. yeah i don't know we'll let little tommy have you know three mil this year yeah if the football team manages to go to the you know texas bowl that's good for volleyball recruiting yeah <laughs> that's the whole oh my god we cracked the code you're like man why is texas athletics so weird and you're like it's because it's actually all centered around volleyball whoa um uh, y'all want to talk about the iron ball not I at guess. all i want to talk about what's after the iron ball i mean yeah let's, there breeze, is... let's breeze let's breeze through this thing i <sighs> okay there's one there's one thing there's there's one specter here that's looming and i'm not talking about alabama blazing through the iron bowl and then uh, face planting into the dirt against arkansas which would be hilarious mm -hmm. let us you know when you take a sip of wine uh you're supposed to kind of roll it around in your mouth for a second and, and get a real sense of and let it waft up through your sinuses and into your nose and or you know, when you suck on one of those little strawberry candies that come in the wrapper that looks like a strawberry. Yeah. And you're kind of rolling it around in your mouth and you're getting the artificial strawberry coating all over the inside of your mouth. Let's sit for a moment in this fashion with the notion of Bo Nix beating Alabama. H how does that feel? Uh, what are some a, words? It's got a real bouquet of schadenfreude mixed with a kind of glee. Okay. At the kind of resulting chaos, uh, there's also there's also notes of deep appreciation of the absurdity of of Bo Nix beating Alabama, mm -hmm. because I think Bo Nix would probably be if I went back and looked at all of the quarterbacks who have beaten Alabama, he would definitely be in the like bottom three of what. So I just looked this up. Uh, most people agree the weirdest quarterback to have beaten. Nick Saban uh, would be Stephen Garcia. Stephen Garcia. I, man, that, I think Nick, uh, Nick Marshall. That, like Nick Marshall. No, it's a, Garcia. I'm that's sorry. a converted Nick, DB, Nick Marshall. Dude. Nick Marshall had Jesus Christ on his side. Stephen Garcia, Stephen Garcia is a facsimile of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, Stephen Garcia, the year that he beat Alabama, uh, passer rating against FBS teams ranked number 19th. Not bad. That was a stacked year. Kellen Moore, Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, right? That's a that's a stiff field. Aaron Murray, Colin Kaepernick, he was, he was a pretty good. DB. He was ahead of RG three there. All right. Goodness. So uh, this year, Bo Nix scrolling, scrolling down there at 60th. So yeah, if, uh, <laughs> if our guy Bo, pulled, which I I love, but I do not want to make fun of Bo Nix. He is entertaining, and that's all that matters to me. Oh, but yeah. yes, if 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 they were to pull this off, yeah, I mean, yeah, Nick Marshall, like sure, okay, converted DB, but. That was with all of Magic Auburn bullshit on their side. And he was doing shit that was revolutionary at the time, right? Like, 
Oh, they were they were doing they were doing RPOs. They they were yeah. doing RPO reads. They were, were doing really shit confused. that yeah. that Nick Saban had been like dreading for years, right? Mm-hmm. Are gonna let them just throw down the field, and you're just not gonna be able to tackle them down there, and they're gonna cheat. Yeah. Whereas Bo, Bo Nix doesn't really have that that uh, rabbit in the hat. So, mm. um, yeah. I, I, mean, I and Bama's gonna win by three touchdowns. So. There's also uh, there's also this that the right tackle and left tackle of the offensive line that went out against the Tennessee game. So if you want to say, hey, has Tennessee made an impact? Yeah, absolutely. What a fucking waste, man. They absolutely kneecapped. Like, why do you even play those guys against Tennessee? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, What's the point? The, Alec Jackson at left tackle's out. As is right tackle Brodarius Ham. That's, oh, this shit. is the true I, heartbreak. I'm just going to say this, okay? Ugh. Yeah, Tank Bigsby is probable for the game. He like Malzahn's big in that, like, I, I think he can play. Brodarius Ham, if he's out... I don't really care about any particular evaluations of Brodarius Ham's talent or ability. If you don't have someone named Brodarius Ham on the field in the Iron Bolt, you're you're at a disadvantage, statistically speaking. There's Alabama, no reason to play this. Yeah, Alabama does take one strong advantage into the Iron Bowl, which is that they trounced Auburn. In the home field apparel, big new Saturday, uh, buy buy off shirt off. No, let's not encourage shirt off. This is the mm. silkiest segue we've ever by, had on this show. You ruined it by stepping in it, and I appreciate you because I know that you don't know any better. Thank you. Home field apparel, premium licensed collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis, incredibly comfortable, officially licensed with vintage college designs. Homefield digs through your college's archives, mm, sultry, to find unique logos, mascots, to make thoughtful designs, and prints those logos on the most comfortable tees and hoodies you'll ever own. I would like to talk this week about a Homefield shirt I have never mentioned before. I have lived my life in fear, as many of you know, of the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers mascot. We all know this. I... This is a natural fear, as the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers mascot, Big Red, is terrifying, an unnatural creature, uh, and should not be able to walk on this earth. I purchased a WKU Hilltopper shirt this season that has Big Red's staring face on it. And when I'm having a bad day at work, I sometimes put it on, and I stare into the mirror, and I say, you know what? The real monster is me. And with that, <laughs> that's I a go spirit. Out fa- I, with, that, with that, I go out to face the day. I'm sure both of you will agree. The real monster is me. I am the thing under the bed. Get some of your Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping done at Homefield. You can get 30% off Homefield's vintage collegiate collection with a different offer code this time. BF Fullcast at checkout at Homefield. Big Herald. fucking Fullcast. <laughs> <laughs> Offer code BF Fullcast at checkout at homefieldapparel.com for their Black Friday sale going on now through Cyber Monday, November 30th. Back to the show. Outstanding work. Thank you. I agree. I'm really something. Egg Bowl! 
I really only have one thing to request of the Egg Bowl, and it's this, that Elijah Moore do it again. Do it again. Do, do it, it, Elijah. Again. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're having a monster season. Do it again. Cap it off. Shit. We dare you. We support Lane you. Lane Kiffin might join in. He really might. He really, really might. Yeah. No, he he would, by the way. This is, this is I think, we're finally going to get what we want out of this season because the Egg Bowl, in this case, is going to be exactly what we wanted remember by the way that elijah moore yeah he did raise the leg last year do you know what he's done to um redeem and or cash in he on... had nothing to redeem right but how's 150 yards a game suit you it... on oh nothing just about over 10 catches a game Devontae Smith has become the most productive wide receiver in the history of the conference. Devontae Smith has 129 yards per game. He has 903 total on the season. Elijah Moore has 1,054. He's already at 1,000 yards for the season in a shortened in season. In seven games. Yeah. He is averaging... 14.24 yards per catch. He has scored eight touchdowns. Devontae Smith has five, has 10. All I'm saying is whatever you may wrongheadedly think Elijah Moore had to make up for coming into this season, nah, he is sitting on so much credit right now. Spend it. Spend it, young man. The world is your urinal. Yeah. In addition to that... Or your fire hydrant? The world is your fire hydrant. The conference is also Old Mrs. Urinal in this respect. That they have... No, that ain't urinal. That's hernal. They <laughs> they have the most first... That's cool. My father just c took control of my vocal cords and amazing. spoke to me from 200 miles away. They have the most first downs of any team in the conference. They have the most fourth down conversion attempts. And they also have the most third down conversions do you know what else they have they also allow the most third down conversions all this is a perfect football team because they tell no lies and they promise nothing that they cannot deliver which is this they will be a vicious turnstile spitting out touchdowns in one direction while letting them in on the other and they're about to face the mississippi state team that has finally got a quarterback and despite having i think uh 11 eligible players i may be making that up but it sounds real to me. And almost beat Georgia. Almost beat Georgia. And Will Rogers playing really well and distributing the ball as the air raid actually dictates. Like they had, I, I think, 13 different receivers, 14 different receivers in their very close loss to Georgia. Yeah, this will be fun. This will be a ridiculously fun game and something stupid will happen because it is the Egg Bowl and because Matt Corral is playing. I want to just say it one more time. Elijah Moore, we believe in you. We support you. The choice is yours. Whatever. Elijah you Moore score Please. a touchdown and poop in a <laughs> litter box like a kitty cat. <laughs> Just stand there and scrape away at the, at the grass with your foot. Just paw and paw and paw and paw and paw. If you want to do that thing where you drag your butt over the carpet, <laughs> yes! right? Oh, if you want to, if you want to do the poop scoot. We would also support that. Elijah Moore, poop like post. a circus elephant. <laughs> yeah. Have well, a little man a... walk behind you with a bucket and a shovel. Yeah. Oh. Lane will do that. Lane will be like, get it? Get it? <laughs> Lane himself may actually shit on the field. Lane, shit on the field. <laughs> Lane, shit on the field challenge, coach. We've now turned Lane Kiffin into the Eric Andre of the SEC. Oh, please don't I mean, do that to Eric Andre. I mean, is he Andre. not? Is he not? <laughs> 
Actually, he would shoot someone and turn around and then say, why would the Democrats do this? <laughs> Let me in! <laughs> that happened. He got yeah. locked out of... Uh, they, they They locked him out of... USC locked him out of the bus. He got <laughs> left behind by Bama at the stadium after a title game. Man. Oh, yeah. Man. That's still my favorite. <laughs> um, uh, Jason, I'm going to turn this over to you because to close out the podcast tonight, we have... We've been asking for it for weeks and it's here. It we happened. Didn't think, we didn't think it would happen, and yet <laughs> they the couldn't stop turned. Christmas from coming. It came. <laughs> it's Pitt Somehow State Michigan other. week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah. Say it, ev- say it, Jason. Say the word. Every other every other game <laughs> might be canceled. This one, I don't think. I think this one is. Uh, there's no way we can avoid this game happening. Um, Penn State Michigan is on noon at noon on ABC. With no other competition of note, the whole world can watch. <laughs> Everyone can tune in to see Penn State possibly fall to zero and six. Michigan, <laughs> probably, possibly, I kind of have to fire Jim Harbaugh. And uh, yeah, everyone's going to see it. Uh, it's a wonderful holiday weekend. So Horrible. Many things. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this on rushing train. <laughs> oh. You do not know how badly I want this to come down to a late game situation. Oh no! Why would you want that? Oh, That's I want bad. that so bad. I want that so bad so I can watch James Franklin and Jim Harbaugh both take the clock and just take turns pooping on it. Uh, okay, we're, we've got a theme here that I wish we could we get do. away from. No, like just just watching. Welcome the two to of shit them. week. <laughs> shit, shit ween. Yeah, just watching Sicko like shit's game. Just watch them take intentional safeties, right? For no reason. Like, yeah, there's a minute thirty three left in the clock. <laughs> we had to yeah. take the intentional safety. <laughs> no, you didn't. You were up by twelve. I burned yeah. meanwhile, James, uh nah. Is it, I mm, I feel like Jim is slightly more likely to be huddled in the corner of the game and be like, I burned all my timeouts to throw him off. Yeah. That's it. I, I have so a fourth think... one in my pocket. No, you don't. There's no such thing as a fourth time out you don't know that in the weird in-game situation james franklin always comes across as the guy who's like never thought about this before right like mm-hmm. oh, I, I sort of assumed we'd be up by 25 right whereas harbaugh is frazzled beyond belief so they they make they make the weird decisions for two very different reasons mm-hmm. right and uh yeah please let's get i don't know if we want to go high scoring although maybe we do yeah let's let's go really high scoring just out of nowhere we got a 45 42 thing going on you know, just I've, so just so everyone's completely uncomfortable. I'm willing to be argued out of this by either of you or by the actual score. The thing that makes this game great to me in anticipation is that the score almost seems immaterial. Like there are so the, many different ways this could be bad. There, so oh, for the people involved, there are many ways to lose. Um, for us, the viewer, no, we're guaranteed nothing <laughs> but gold, nothing but magic here. <laughs> There is no outcome that uh that will not be uh that will not bring joy to the hearts of millions nationwide. Let me I have I have one that I really want which won't happen, I think. And it's this I want James Franklin to attempt a field goal as time expires to bring it to 27-26. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? Oh, Spencer. <laughs> That's what I want. I want him to send out the field goal team, and everyone's like, what? It's like, no, no. 
we're trying to get it onside and kick it, and they take too long. <laughs> that's that's what I want. Like down four, they kick a field goal, and Franklin's like, "Shit, that's three, not four. Ah! At the, at the handshake, Harbaugh hits him with, uh, "What's your deal?" <laughs> <laughs> what is any of our deals, man? <laughs> Harbaugh hits him with the what's your deal? And Franklin's like, I got a contract for next year. How about you? <laughs> and Harbaugh's like, I was just mad at you for disrespecting arithmetic. <laughs>